Welcome back to Lakes Woods and Irons with Chris Foley, Colin McDonald with you, 1380 KLIZ The Fan, podcasting at Podcast MN and Podcast One and really wherever you get your podcasts. Also on our Facebook page, Lakes Woods and Irons Facebook page. You can leave uh, comments there as well. And uh, all that thank courtesy of uh, Mills GM, our sponsor, home of uh, affordable luxury, the 2020 Buicks. Chris, uh, welcome. Another week. Got a good show. A friend of yours, uh, Derek Hooper, is going to join us, and he's uh, uh, he's quite fun. It's uh, an uh, Australian guy, and uh, uh, you've known him for many, many years. Yeah, we've been good friends for, for quite a while, and he's uh, originally from Australia and you know, kind of grew up in that uh, um, the great development program they have there, and they, they've come out, they've produced so many great players, but they've also produced a ton of great teachers, and Derek's among those, and uh, now he lives in Houston and is at Royal Oaks Golf Club there. So, We've got uh, Dave Sedlowski going to join us, a head golf professional at uh, Rutgers. Good timing there. They're just opening. This is their first weekend open, so that's nice timing. Dave, one of the good guys, and then uh, Adam Haugen as well, correct? Correct. Yeah, that'll be that'll be good as well, so some local flavor, which we need since we're open. And uh, uh, really in the world of golf, we were just talking off mic, not that much happening, except that the tour uh, is saying uh, they're going to play the first, I think, four tournaments with no uh, no crowd. And uh, that'll be very interesting. And uh, also the, the one big event, uh, Tiger and Phil are going to uh, team up again and play each other. and But they're bringing in some teammates. Yeah, they've got uh, Tom Brady and Peyton Manning playing, and uh, uh, I believe it's going to be Memorial Day weekend in uh, down in Jupiter, Florida. Yeah, that should be good. You know, Peyton is a, kind of a natural chatterbox, entertaining guy. I don't know if you've had a chance to see any of the Peyton Place episodes, but it's it's quite good, and he's just uh, self-effacing and and uh, quite a funny funny guy. So. I think that'll add to it that we were just uh, kidding the first time uh, Tiger and Phil played. Phil's always willing to uh, jab and poke and uh, at his at his uh, competitors. Uh, Tiger, though, he gets so deadly serious, he can't hardly get a word out of the guy. And when it's a, when there's two guys to to have a camera on, you know, you'd like a little chatter back and forth. <laughs> For sure. Yeah, and I, you know, uh, Peyton Manning's a pretty good needler himself, so yeah, uh, it, it it should be a lot of fun. I, I'm I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, they're kind of it's similar. Uh, Phil's a good needler too, and uh, kind of didn't win as often as Tiger, of course. And uh, Manning's a good uh, needler as well, and didn't win as often as Brady. So it should be interesting. <laughs> <laughs> should be a. Uh... A good competition. Yeah, I suppose Tiger can just always say fifteen, and uh, and Brady can go six. I got six rings, so how, <laughs> how many? How many you guys got? <laughs> That's right. <laughs> I was at the range uh, the other day, hitting some balls, and been out a few times. And uh, you've got uh, you're open for business with uh, some teaching opportunities, and uh, we can always learn golf, even in an, in a different year type situation. It looks like you're pretty well set up for it with separation and uh, had a chance to say hello to a couple of your kids as well who were going out to uh, play a quick practice nine. So that was fun. But you're set for uh, uh, really people can make uh, reservations or whatever you want to say for uh, practice uh, set up with you, correct? 
Yeah, you know, we're 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 back to teaching and coaching, and um, you know, we're, we're we're following all the the social distancing guidelines very closely. We've kind of got an area roped off, and you know, it's it, it's been different for me because I I always spend a lot of time you know, moving people around and getting them in the right positions and that type of thing. And uh, you can't do that now. So, you know, it's a, it's a little more hands off, but uh, we're sanitizing our, or disinfecting the computer and the TV and and the, the golf clubs if we do a club fitting, that type of thing. So we're following that all real closely, but it's just so nice to be able to be back, you know, teaching and outside. So uh, we're ready for the golf season, Mac. And the TV and your and your tracker are really just from a personal standpoint. The lessons I've had from you are really, really helpful. I mean, it gives you a great idea of uh, your own swing and then the trajectory of your shots and that kind of thing. And uh, you can certainly do a lot with that uh, part of this teaching. Oh, for sure. Yeah, and it, you know, you, the the data is so good, and um, yeah. it's such a good tool to help you to help you improve. So you know, you can from swing to swing. Uh, by seeing the data, you can you can associate a feel with with what really happened and, and make a change. It's kind of like an MRI for the golf swing. Yeah, yeah, no question. All right, we'll be back with some great guests and more on uh, Lakes Woods and Irons, thirteen eighty KLIZ, the fan. Welcome back to Lakes Woods and Irons with Chris Foley, Colin McDonald with you, thirteen eighty KLIZ, the fan, and and uh, streaming. At lakeswoodsandirons.com, also available at uh, Podcast MN, a new uh, podcast uh, library that has uh, podcasts from around Minnesota. Quite uh, good stuff there, including Lakes, Woods, and Irons, if I don't say so myself. (laughs) Dave, uh, uh, or Chris, I should say, got our old friend Dave Sedlowski with us, so you can uh, do the intro. Yeah, Dave is the uh, head golf professional at Rutgers on Bay Lake. Uh, Great to have you back on the show, Dave. Hey guys, thank you. Great to be with you on this uh, this new season that we're about to embark on here, or have slightly already. We're timely with you, Dave. You're just about to open the doors there. On uh, actually, uh, as we speak, the show airs Saturday. You're, you're opening uh, Friday, correct? Day before, right, day yeah. before and today. <laughs> that is correct. So in theory, we are open. And uh, quite frankly, you know, for us up in this climate. Um, you know, it's not all that much later than we might have opened anyway. Right. Um, so somewhat fortunate to that to that degree. Um, but, yeah, it's, uh, again, we'll, we'll get things operating under some new norms here and and uh, hopefully have a great year. Uh, yeah, that's great. It's, uh, it's very nice to be open. Maybe a little bit of normalcy in these crazy times, Dave. That's right. <laughs> With a few new procedures mixed in. Yes. Just a little bit of freedom, it feels like, when you get to the golf course. I mean, uh, just get out there and swing, and everything kind of feels normal, even though maybe you're in one golf cart instead of two, uh, instead of two guys in one. Right. But but uh, still, it's, uh, <laughs> as Mel Gibson might say, it's freedom, so <laughs> we'll take yeah, it. Yeah, and what, what I've found out so far, guys, is in communicating with uh, members and, and uh, you know patrons is that they're just so excited. They really are because um, it's, you know, is something that we can do, and um, it's been very fun to talk to these folks again. The hard part is when when we greet them uh, for the first time this season. It's not like any other year. We can't extend that nice warm handshake or a hug, and we can't have an, uh, a long chat about how the winter went. <laughs> um, so that's a little bit strange, but at the same time, it's just it's so refreshing to uh, welcome our 
our members and our customers back again. Dave, I yeah. would guess uh, the course, like most of the courses, really it was a, uh, with, except for this uh, pandemic, it's been a great winter for uh, the golf courses condition-wise. Fantastic, fantastic. As we speak, I'm looking out the window and uh, a fresh stripe on the fairways today. Uh, greens and tees have all been cut uh, once, sometimes twice. Um, so here we go. Uh, the golf courses are ready for, for everyone to come out and enjoy them. Dave, you, you talked a minute ago about uh, you know being open but with some, some differences. And I, I think it's so important that, that people realize that and, and respect the game. T- tell us what you guys are doing differently to get open. Yeah, yeah. you know, I think like, like a lot of us uh, operators, you know, we're following the guidelines uh, very strictly. Uh, we want to you know, make this a good opportunity for people to get out, but at the same time we have to follow some rules, uh, like them or not. Um, so the typical, we are allowing carts, uh, single rider carts, uh, and of course, unless you reside under the same roof, typically. Tea times have been spaced apart. Uh, a big change for us here at Rutgers is we're very used to, in the past, taking tea times either in person or over the phone with that personal touch. We're really promoting right now online tea times uh, to keep our, our call volume down because the other aspect is is people um, are going to be checking in remotely uh, from their cell phones in the parking lot. We we are doing very limited uh, golf shop uh, access. Um, and as people's comfort, you know, we're allowing them to check in remotely. So if you can imagine a foursome coming in, trying to, you know, four different people trying to check in, all calling into one phone line, uh, that's going to get, could get a little hectic. So um, a few of the, you know, change on our end again is, is um, a little more web-based. Um, and that's, you know, it's good and bad. I mean, golf is a social game and, and a very personable thing, business, and we like, to, again, to interact either face-to-face or verbally. But here we are, again, uh, you know, maybe a new a new normal, at least for now. So um, other things on the course, uh, very typical to what everyone's doing and a lot of people have heard is, you know, we're not allowing the ball to fall down into the cups. The flag sticks are, are staying put, not to be touched, no rakes and bunkers, things of that nature. And then, of course, all the disinfecting that we are going to have an opportunity to do uh, on the high-touch areas around the around the facility and the golf carts um, and on the practice range. Uh, again, all new learning for all of us. Uh, as we proceed with the process, things might change. And, and uh, I ask all the golfers out there to respect those, you know, respect those changes and those decisions and procedures and respect each other um, by, by the physical distancing that we're supposed to abide by. And, and we'll all get through. Right. Yeah, the, we, more, uh, the more we can respect the rules, the more we'll get to play golf. So that's exactly <laughs> fairly right. important. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Dave, you, uh, you and I have got some junior golf things that we're uh, hopefully going to be doing here in May. Tell us about what you've got going. Yeah. Well, just a little backtrack about a month ago or so when all this kind of was coming down, I was just kind of hit me, you know, what if, um, I've got a senior on the local golf team, and aside from missing out on a lot of other things, this could be one of them, which now is reality. So uh, just reached out to some of my uh, colleagues here in the Brainerd Lakes area, uh, golf operators, to see if they would be willing to help out and provide some tee times such that these kids could voluntarily get together on their own 
uh, without any influence from the schools or coaches and, and get out and play. Um, for instance, going back to my son again, he's been able to play with a few of his teammates here and there, but you know he kind of misses the camaraderie of his competitors from other schools. So we're going to we're going to try to put a little grassroots organic thing together here. And, uh, you know, if we get a few kids to come out from various schools and enjoy each other's company and competition, that's, I guess, as much as we can give them, considering that their high school seasons have been, have been uh, canceled for this year. That's a great idea. That's great. Yeah. Yeah, Great stuff. And we're, uh, doing something similar and trying to, the Lakes Cup, which we've been doing for about uh, 15 years and has given kids the opportunity to play some of the, the top courses in the area, we were, we were going to kind of revive the, or revise it for this summer, and we, we were actually going to move it into May here, hopefully. We're working on scheduling, and um, kids are going to play as a team with the the other players on their team for a, kind of a team match play event. So. We hope to be coming out with that schedule in the next couple of days here. That's great. It's, you know, again, it, these kids are sitting around home and, you know, doing their schoolwork. It's a little more flexible. Their schoolwork is these days. And, you know, the weather's been so nice. They want to get out and play. And uh, so having these few opportunities for them, uh, hopefully, you know, they take a nice advantage of it and appreciate it. And I know as an operator, I cannot wait to see a few of these kids uh, coming over and playing uh, against each other. So something really to look forward to, not only for the kids, but for us as operators as well. Dave, Absolutely. to start start with, are you doing some uh, prepackaged uh, food or drink or anything like that uh, when the guys guys yeah. and girls come out? Yeah, you know, um, not as of yet. Um, yep. Currently, our Ziggs restaurant is uh, remaining to be closed along with the resort until just prior to Memorial Weekend. So as of right now, we're just kind of going with your typical snacks uh, out of the golf shop and beverages, canned beverages, with some you know options here to come uh, as we get ramp up into summer. Sure, absolutely. Yep. Okay. That uh, combination thing you guys are doing with the kids sounds great. It may be a little some uh, possibility for individuals uh, getting together and playing, and a possibility for teams getting together and playing. One of the few sports really where where kids are going to be able to do that and. Uh, you know, like like you had said, Dave, a uh, uh, competitor that you maybe maybe missed from an area high school that you uh, uh, want to beat, of course, but still want, and also yeah. want to remain friends with. It kind of be fun to be able to play again. Yeah, and, and golf is unlike any other sport in that you actually are friendly with your competitors. You know, it's not like football where you're trying to beat the other kid or yeah, you know, you know, baseball is not too bad maybe, but all the other sports you're really really trying to get after them and. Some cases you don't like them all that much, but in golf it's, it's so different, and there is a camaraderie amongst players from other schools. And um, you know, especially for the seniors moving on, they're not going to maybe see these kids ever again. So um, hopefully, there's a nice opportunity here for them to get together, even if it's just one time, just to play around the golf, and um, before they all have to move on again. Open, oh, se- open seven days a week, Dave, starting uh, uh, Friday yesterday. As of as of Friday, May first, we were open fully. Yeah. Okay. Great. Our Alex Nine takes that back. Alex Nine Golf Course uh, uh, historically drains onto itself in the spring, <laughs> <laughs> so even though it has been dry, um, that golf course is still a little bit soggy, which is typical every year. It usually opens a few weeks after we open Jack's 18. So look for Alex Nine to open about the middle of May this year. Nice. Yeah, we're lucky that way. Really, Chris and I have talked about that in the last few weeks. The 
the course is actually open uh, either on schedule or maybe just a week or so ahead of schedule compared to a lot of uh, right. a lot of winters. So yeah. that that part of it's nice, even though there's some uh, fairly fairly big changes. And a lot of underlying things, you know, could have gone wrong if if it had been different timing with memberships and and things of that nature. So uh, we're very fortunate in that regard. Dave, give us that uh, website as well for the for ease of uh, uh, going to sign up to play. Yeah, and it's uh, www.rutgers, and that's with two T's, rutgers.com. Um, another thing I'd like to mention is our is our golf course app. Uh, not many people knew about it, uh, but that'll be um, hopefully ramping up here too. You can make tee times on the app. You can post your handicaps through there. You can check the weather. You, there's even a now one with the high touch points and scorecards and pencils are concerned. There is an electronic scorecard on that app, either for an individual or a team or a group, um, along with GPS, uh, hole-by-hole flyovers, things like that. And that app is also available at Rutgers.com on our, on our golf page. Nice. I wish it mattered that I knew I was 160 yards out, Dave. <laughs> <laughs> a little nine iron for you, Mikey. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or two. Or two, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> Dave, appreciate it, and we, we, we'll, we'll have you back on when things are running a little more normally, but it's just a pleasure to have you on and a pleasure to have the golf courses open, and I uh, sure appreciate everything you you two guys do with our youth. Absolutely. Thank Thanks you a lot, Dave. Gentlemen. Thank you. You're listening to Lakes, Woods, and Irons on 1380 KLIZ. Welcome back to Lakes, Woods, and Irons with Chris Foley, Colin McDonald with you, 1380 KLIZ, the fan. And on our Facebook page, Lakes, Woods, and Irons, and also uh, PodMN, which is a new Minnesota podcast kind of network, and then Podcast One as well. That thanks to our sponsor, Mills GM, the home of affordable luxury, the 2020 Buicks. Chris, a very special guest, a man in your profession. Uh, You handle the introduction. Yeah, I want to welcome to the show Derek Hooper. Derek is the Director of Instruction at uh, Royal Oaks Golf Club in Houston, is a member of the PGA America, as well as the Australian PGA. Welcome to the show, Derek. Thanks, Chris. Good to be here. I appreciate you taking the time and coming on. And, you know, um, t- tell us, before we get into some of the stuff I want to talk about, tell us a little bit about your, your background. You're from Australia. How did you get to America and those type of things? Uh, sure. So um, went to university in Australia to become a high school PE teacher and ended up after graduating that I got in the golf industry and decided I wanted to put my golf and my education background together. So I did my PGA apprenticeship in Australia so that I could be a full-time teacher. From there, I spent a little bit of time. I spent two years in Japan teaching at the David Duvall Golf Academy at the Phoenix Sky Resort, which is where they hold the Dunlop Phoenix tournament every year. Um, and from and I was working for Truen Golf over there, the management company. And then from there, I went to Connecticut, spent um, 11 years in Connecticut, and then moved to Houston, and uh, been down here in Houston for coming up on four years now. No, that's great. Yeah, we, you know, we, we've known each other for, gosh, probably close to 20 years now, and one of the things that I've yeah. always admired about your teaching is is your approach to working with your students, and, and you always seem to create a great kind of game plan for your students, and tell us about that process and how you go about that. Um, my focus has always been on not just the golf swing, but helping players shoot lower scores. Now, sometimes that is in changing the golf swing and helping them get better control over the golf ball, but sometimes there are other elements of the game that need more attention. So what I like to do when I get a new student in is that we will go on the golf course 
and I'll watch them play nine holes. It allows me to see everything from tee to green. It allows me to see their course management, how they handle different stances and lies. And also we get to spend some time together talking about their experiences, their background and their goals. And then at the end of that time, we will sit down and, and map out a, a blueprint together or a plan so that we know together where we're going to head based on their current skill level, but also the amount of time and resources they've got to commit to their goals. And then I'll write up that plan for them and send it to them. And then um, we will go to work after that, start executing on that plan. It also allows us to have something to track along the way to make sure that the things that we've identified as the key areas to work on, that we are seeing the improvement in those areas. And how do you, I think that's such a key to it. How do you go, how do you go about tracking that, Derek? What do, you, what do you do for that? The most obvious one that I'll use for players is just their index. So is their index moving in the direction that we would like? Is it moving towards their goal? Um, for players, I do have some players who like to keep stats. And then depending on how much they like to keep stats depend, will determine the depth of what we do. If it's just um, simply fairways, greens and putts, although that's pretty basic, at least it's a step in the right direction and I'm getting a little bit of information on how they're putting their scores together. But ultimately, I would I like my players to use the shot-by-shot platform because it allows us to track strokes gained in a couple of different categories, which really allows us to narrow down how the player's performing in those areas so that we can figure out how they're shooting the scores that they are on the golf course. Yeah, we, we use shots shot by shot as well. And uh, P- Peter is a frequent guest on our show, and we talk about that a lot. But, you know, one, one thing nice about the new handicapping system is you can really track your players on a day-to-day basis with their handicap because it changes day-to-day. Yeah, it is great that we're able to get in there and see that on a regular basis. Derek, so what, what do you, um, you know, when you kind of prescribe your plan to a player, how often do you generally uh, give a lesson? What's the amount of practice you prescribe to them? How much do they play? Those type of things. It's usually dependent on the player and their goal. Um, so if a player comes to me and says that they want to go from A to B and the amount of time that they have available doesn't that I feel doesn't match up with that big of an improvement in the time frame they suggested then we will have a conversation about that so it's it's difficult for me to tell players how much time they're going to commit I would rather them tell me how much time do they have and then hold them accountable to committing to that time if if players can tell me they can only spend five hours a week on their game but I want them to spend 10 I'm going to lose that battle every single time because if they think that they consider a higher priority are going to continue to stay a higher priority so I'd rather take what they'll give me and then hold them accountable to that yeah I always tell people you know one one of the reasons Weight Watchers is so successful in getting people to lose weight is they hold you accountable and for for us it it, it, sometimes it's it we don't have a lot of control over what our students do so it's harder to hold them accountable but if if you can give them that uh you know, get them to keep those stats and, and a commitment to practicing on a regular basis uh, and practicing the right things, we have a much better chance. It is. And the reality is that golf is always going to be further down the list of priorities in people's lives than other things. You know, work and family and that sort of stuff is always going to be a higher priority. So if something comes up as more important in that area, golf is, is going to take a, take a hit. The thing that I'll always try and remind students of is that, you know, if they're getting if there's any frustration with their improvement, I'll always come back to, well, how much are you putting in the work? So you can't expect to get better if you're not doing what's required to get that improvement. 
So it's all, part of it too is always trying to make sure their expectations are in line with the reality. Derek, it's got to be sure. fun, and Chris, you too on this question, I guess. Uh, you know, you get a young a young player who's passionate about it, and uh, maybe they commit to twenty hours a week, which I know is a lot. But uh, uh, and then you have a guy like me who five hours would be a lot, just based on how much time you have in your life. You know, it's got to be fun to get a passionate young guy who says, "Yeah, I'll I'll put in twenty hours a week. What can you do for me?" I think it's fun to work with everyone. I mean, everyone's different. Yeah. And I think the, the real fun part of it is just can we help the person in front of us improve? What, whatever improvement is for that player, it may be taking someone who's never broken 100 to shooting into the 90s, or as you said, it might be taking a high school player and help them get towards a college scholarship. But I, it, I think it's just a fun process regardless of who it is. But And, and it's different. You point out, a, you make a good point there, that it's very different working with someone who is practically can only commit five hours a week versus... You know, a high school player, for example, who can commit a lot more than that. I've got one young high school player at the moment who will regularly give me forty plus hours a week on his golf game. Yeah, that, that's that's fun. That uh, and and you're right. The the not necessarily the level of the player that you work with, but it, it's their desire to get better and uh, and see them that gets better. That's that's so rewarding. Derek, yeah, you know, we 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 talked off air a little bit. You know where you're at the driving. They're not allowing anybody on the driving range, so it's 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 harder for people to put that time in and, and commit to that. What what are you doing for your, to suggest your students to be able to practice in between rounds, whether they're playing golf or stuff off the golf course? What kind of things are you helping them with? It is it is definitely challenging at the moment. Um, I'm very grateful that the club is allowing us to still teach because I'm able to you know, make a living, which is nice. But, yeah, the range is close to, to everybody else at the moment. Um, the things that I'm getting them to do are drills at home. They're doing some – I'm encouraging them to do some mirror work. I appreciate, though, when I when I tell them that, that standing at home doing drills without hitting balls is not very exciting and it's not going to hold their interest for very long. So what I'll ask them to do is if they can only do 20 to 30 swings of, of good quality work, then give me 20 to 30 of the best ones you got and then go do something else. And you then come back later when you're real ready and then do – 20 to 30 of the best ones you've got again if you and I'm, I'm, the other thing I'm encouraging players to do if they can if they have space and they can then to buy a, buy a net so they can hit balls into a net and if that's not an option then even just working on their patterns hitting plastic balls or foam balls is, is going to be an advantage it's it's amazing to me where players can do a wonderful job in making a swing change without a ball but as soon as you put that ball there whether it be foam plastic or a real golf ball the old pattern still wants to show up. So being able to spend some time working on new patterns, even if it's just any plastic or foam ball at home, can make a difference. It's just making sure that you know I take the time to explain that to the student I'm working with so they appreciate the value in doing it because they're so used to hitting balls on the range that hitting a plastic ball or a foam ball at home may not seem like a lot of value until I go through and explain how it's going to be helpful for them. Yeah, I, you know, I, I call it shadow boxing, but boy, you know, making swings in a mirror and slow motion and doing them very precisely, uh, you know, I, hit, making 50 slow motion practice swings uh, can help change a motor pattern much quicker than, than hitting golf balls and, and making 50 practice swings if you're doing it precisely is kind of the equivalent of hitting 200 250 golf balls i think yeah i would agree with that added bonus chris you talked about this a little bit earlier in the year uh, the uh, sl- the very slow swing in a window or a mirror i uh, cleaned the windows on my deck and the sliding door so beb was amazed 
<laughs> that mo- that was the motivation it took. Huh? I, d- I didn't tell her it so I can see myself swing the golf club. <laughs> so it, it was good for your it was good for your golf game and also get, got you in uh, in good regards with your wife. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Derek, Chris, and I were joking off the air that it just seems like British accents and Australian accents are naturally uh, really good golf teachers. Is that true? <laughs> uh, I'm not sure if the accent has much to do. <laughs> I'll take that compliment. It, Thank you. It, it it just adds to the credibility. <laughs> well, Derek, that that's awesome stuff. We really appreciate coming on and sharing your knowledge, and hopefully, we can all uh, get this golf season going with uh, with some some good responsibility to, for everybody's safety. But uh, uh, we appreciate you coming on the show. Thanks, Chris. I appreciate your time, and um, I wish all your listeners best for the upcoming upcoming golf season Derek if people do want to take a look at your uh, what's out there online and blogs and uh, teaching lessons and that kind of thing how can they get a hold of you uh, best way to get hold of me is through my website is just Derek D-E-R-E-K HooperGolf.com um, I also have a YouTube channel if you'd like to have a look at and you just you can search that on YouTube through Derek Hooper Golf uh, if you'd like to see how I present my information to my students that's a good place to have a look also yeah, I actually, I, I apologize. I meant to bring that up, Derek. You've got, you must have a thousand videos on YouTube. They're tremendous. <laughs> There's not quite a thousand, but thank you for that. I think I've got about seventy or eighty up there now. Yeah, that's yeah, uh, no, it's it, it, that's some great stuff on there. Derek, thanks for taking the time. We sure do appreciate it, and uh, good luck this season. Hopefully, you get your driving ranges open and can see more students, and maybe get out and play a round or two. I know you guys have a hard time doing that. <laughs> that would be nice. Thank you, gents. All the best. Take care, Derek. Thank you. Derek Hooper in Houston, Texas. It's DerekHooperGolf.com. You can find him also on YouTube. Chris, a great guest and always, always fun. You're listening to Lakes, Woods, and Irons on 1380 KLIZ. Welcome back to Lakes, Woods, and Irons with Chris Foley. Colin McDonald with you. 1380 KLIZ, the fan. Also available now at the Podcast MN, Podcast MN, and Podcast One, and our Lakes, Woods, and Irons page as well. All that thanks to our sponsor, Mills GM, the home of affordable luxury, the 2020 Buicks. Chris, a friend of ours, back again, and I'll let you handle the introductions. Yeah, I want to welcome to the show Adam Halgan. Adam is the head golf professional at the Preserve, and uh, we haven't had Adam on in a while, so wanted to get get you back on, Adam. Thank, thanks for coming on. Thanks for having me. We're really, really looking forward to getting the season going and uh, letting you know what we have going on. Yeah, when, when will you open the Preserve this year? Preserve, we're going to open on May 8th, so a little over a week from now, and we hope to have a good season, and even with the, going on with the COVID-19 pandemic stuff, but we, uh, we're putting all the right steps in place to have a good season. Yeah, it's, it's definitely not business as usual, but it, it's certainly nice to have golf back, isn't it? It is, yeah. I mean, I've been working here at the Pines now since the, they opened here for the season just before the Preserve gets going, and every day has been busy. People are excited to get out. They're, they want to do something other than sit in their house and watch Netflix. So it's it's been a good release to get them out of the house and get them here and get them outdoors. Yeah, grocery stores and uh, how many times can you run get gas, you know, when you want to get out of the house? <laughs> Go to the golf course. I'll tell you what, though, it's uh, it's a nice time to get gas. Yeah, Go it's not bad. For about that's, $20. Correct. Yeah. that's correct, yeah. And to save a little money and play golf with it, that's not a bad idea. Absolutely. I like that, Matt. Yeah, there we go. Adam, the preserve, uh, we were just talking briefly 
We just had a great winter here in the Lakes area for the golf courses, and condition-wise, I'm guessing you're, you're really pleased. We are, yeah. Everything came through the winter really, really well. Uh, as always, you're going to have maybe a couple problem areas here or there, but they've been addressed with the nice spring we've had. So by next Friday when we get open, they should, everything should be in prime shape. And also opening at the Pines, all, all 27, correct? Yep, they'll open all 27 here uh, on this Friday, May 1. So it's been a good spring. for. We've had Lakes to Woods open since the governor allowed us to here, and now we get to get the full full golf courses open on the first year, so we're excited. And you're kind of on the front lines. People are happy, aren't they? It's unbelievable. I mean, if they would hug, they would, but uh, <laughs> right. just, everybody, every, everybody's really happy to get out there, and there's it's a great release to get outside and just burn off some of that energy that's been pent up for so long. It really is. It, you know, it, it's funny. We It seems like, I think because of the staying shelter in, in place orders, it seems like we're so far behind, but it's compared to the last few years, the the April weather has been great, and we've been able to play some golf. Yeah, I mean, you look at our seasons last year here. I mean, we didn't get open until May 4th at the yeah. program, so we're, we're not going to be that far behind, truly. So it's uh, it's not as bad. It's it, We'd like to be a little more open with the pro shops and stuff like that, but golf-wise, we're, we're right where we should be, really. Adam, you and Chris both kind of in the in the profession of of planning a lot of the time. So the winter time here, especially uh, planning tournaments, planning teaching, planning things for for youngsters. So a lot of those things tentative, but you do have some plans down the road if if uh, everything opens up just a bit more. Some of those so hopefully will come to fruition for you. Yeah, we have. We were really excited going into this year about two months ago. Everything was looking awesome. We had a lot of good ideas going through. So. We still have some tournaments planned. Uh, we're going to say they're tentative right now. We are pushing all of our league play back till June at the earliest, and we're going to reevaluate then. But if you wanted to look at all our events or anything, you can certainly check out our Facebook pages, either at the Pines or the Preserve at Grandview Lodge. And uh, the website, grandviewlodge.com, there's a golf link. You can look at our, all our events there. There's I don't, there's, there's too many to kind of go through, but uh, sure. they're all up there. They're all tentative for now. Um, hopefully we'll get... Every day is different, so when, when something changes, we'll push that out and make sure everybody knows about it. Adam, tell us about your memberships. Memberships are very, very strong right now. Um, I think since we opened, what have we done? Another almost $50,000 in memberships. Um, so once we got back open, people are people are raring to go, and we've our membership is strong. I would say we're right at about 350 membership units somewhere in there, which equates to when you get the family in there probably read about six to 700 members coming sure. through our facilities. So it's, it's very strong. They're, they're a huge part of our business. We love them and they're, they're all great people. Do your, does your membership, does it include both the pines and the preserve or are they separate or how does that work? We throw them under one umbrella so they can join Grandview Lodge golf and they have playing privileges at the pines and the preserve. They can use the range they do get a 15% discount in all the pro shops, all the restaurants at the resort. They have full access to the resort uh, amenities at the beach and the waterfront pool. Uh, we did add North Park, which is an additional fee if they wanted to add that onto their membership, which has been a great add-on for members and a way to get more people here to the resort. It's been really, really good. Adam, you you play in quite a few of our, our section events. How's your golf game right now? Good. I have gotten out twice so far this year. Um, I'd like it to be more, but that's just the times right now. 
our, our two month old baby's been to the golf course more than I have, so <laughs> I got to catch up to her. But no, oh, my game's my my game's been okay. It's a little rusty around the greens, but ball striking wise, it uh, I was fortunate enough to go out to San Diego before this all hit and go through the TaylorMade facility and get fit by their couple of their tour guys. So all my clubs are specked out perfectly, and I'm looking forward to playing some events for sure. That had to be a fun experience, huh? It was. It was very. I've seen videos of the place, but it was being there in person. It's it's awesome. All the technology, all the just the the people there. They're all awesome to work with. Uh, the gentleman I had was actually kind of when Jason Day goes there. That's Jason Day's guy. So he was he ran me through through the full gamut, full bag. Everything is just dialed in. It's it's a really really exciting place to go if you have the chance. They do allow any part of the public to go there. I can't know. I don't know what the fee is. I'm sure you can look that up, but. Uh, the Kingdom out in Carlsbad, it's just, it's awesome. Quite an experience, isn't it? Chris, you got to be salivating. You love that kind of thing. I do, and I, I, I've been to the Kingdom a couple times, as well as the, the Callaway facility, which is just right down the road. I've been to that a number of times as well, and it, it's really a neat experience, and um, for a club junkie, it's it's a, something you almost have to put on your bucket list. Yeah, if you're a numbers guy, just you, you can dive in there and you can sit there for eight hours and just be immersed what's the best way for people to make uh tea times right now adam uh you can definitely call the golf shop uh the pines that is because the preserve is not open quite yet so the pines here it's 218-963-8755 or you can go to gvlfund.com and book them right online there and it's very convenient we got some good rates going right now so it's uh it's we've been busy we're averaging Right about, I don't know, 140, 150 players a day. Uh, the weekends, we're getting close to 200. So it's we've been seeing a lot of golfers come through. They're, they're ready to go. Fantastic. Adam, thanks for taking the time. I know you guys are uh, short-staffed this time of year and busy, but uh, appreciate your time. I appreciate you guys having me on. It was great to catch up with you, and hope everybody has a great season. Thanks a lot, Adam. Adam Haugen, head to golf professional at the Preserve, and this week you can find him at the Pines before he – goes to his home course. You're listening to Lakes, Woods, and Irons on 1380 KLIZ.